Fantasy Madness Podcast with me, your host, the Mad Chatter, Ryan MK. Thank you once again for joining me. Appreciate it. Much appreciate it. Please follow on the Twitters, on the Grams, at RMK Madness. You can see me on the tubes, on the tubes, you know, YouTube, Mad Chatter MK. So please, check out my stuffs. Yes, yes, and we keep it rolling. I hope your week was well. Hope everyone's week was well. Mine, not too bad. Busy as all hell. Hmm. I'm ready for the weekend. But, decent nonetheless. Decent nonetheless. I just, you ever feel like that to-do list just never ends? You know, you just, here, let me just adjust this. Uh, 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 excuse me, excuse, excuse me. There we go. There we go. There we go. Everything's in order now. We're good. So, that to-do list, it just seems like you knock a few things off, you end up adding a few things, it just never freaking ends. It's ridiculous. But like everybody else, just hanging on, you know, getting through, getting by, doing what I can. You know, as we head into what normally is my, my beautiful fall season because I love this season. I love the Halloween, then the Thanksgiving. I think I've talked about this plenty. Plenty, plenty. Perhaps it was on a different podcast. My Miscellaneous Debris podcast, which you can check out anywhere you find this one. And of course, all my stuff's on the Twitters, so you can just go there. But on that podcast, I talk about a variety of things. Politics, climate change, UFOs, sports, all sorts of stuff. But I mentioned this on that. I, I love the fall. I'm sure I've mentioned it on the Fantasy Madness pod before. But I love it. I love it. It's a great time of year. But this year, it's so different with 2020. COVID, and now cases are rising everywhere. I see people, family members, not being as serious about this as I feel they should be. And I do notice that... If there's someone who doesn't know someone who's high risk, they're a little more lenient. And I also notice that family members that aren't even necessarily on the red side, you know, Republicans, not to make this a political thing, somehow it has turned into that. But it, it, in the red states, it just seems like, it, like it's, it's just not that the knowledge isn't there. It, because they're... You know, a lot of Republican governors are not taking this as seriously. So even the people in the states that might care, it seems like they're not getting the knowledge, the education about it. I don't know. It's all just piles on to how terrible of a job we've done as a country. But I digress. I digress. I mean, we could talk about Colorado being on fire, too. Jesus. (laughs) It just the 2020 continues to feel apocalyptic, does it not? But in good news, we are still getting football. <laughs> Which, hey, it's good. It's good to have something else 
to give us a break from the craziness, right? And, and, let's face it, I wouldn't be doing this pod if we didn't have football. I mean, I might. I mean, I probably would, just not as frequently, and it wouldn't be fun, because there'd be no football to talk about. So, we're getting the foosball. we got to be happy for that. That's, that's something, especially with all the other sports ending, and they're talking about, you know, NBA's looking at December. We'll see how it all happens. They may have to do bubbles again. Oh, it's just going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy because it doesn't sound like the vaccine is coming. Till Well, at least available for most Americans till mid-year next year. we got a ways to go. So hunker down. We also got to hunker down for week seven. And it began, yes, it began already with the Thursday night football yesterday. Just... <laughs> And we got, uh, you know, kind of ugly, low-scoring game. But it was terrible. It wasn't terrible, the Giants and the Eagles. And especially the fourth quarter was kind of fun. I, I, I enjoyed it for the most part, to be honest. Not going to lie there. I, I, in general, just do enjoy Thursday night football, even when it's bad. Because I'm like, hey, we got fucking football. <laughs> it's not Sunday. We have football. This is wonderful. But that's just me. I'd di- I, if the players wanted to quit playing the shit because I know they hate it, I'd be all for that too. Because player safety over my entertainment. But if we're going to get Thursday Night Football, I'm going to try and enjoy it. Because it's the only game on, on Thursday, right? I mean, it's, it's, uh. But the Eagles pulled this one off, 22-21. to 21. It really looked like the Giants were going to get a win. But no, no. Carson Wentz pulled off a late comeback. Austin Scott was no good, though, huh? Richard Rodgers, we had Richard Rodgers sighting. He went 6 for 85. Travis Fulgham, 5 for 73 on 11 targets, though. Fulgham's still the number one guy in Carson Wentz's eye, if you know what I mean. And then Greg Ward back on the board, 5 for 42 and a touchdown. It was nice to see, nice to see. Not nice to see was Deshaun Jackson get injured. It's unfortunate. It's lame. Like, he just fucking got back. And some of us kind of expect I'm not going to lie. I specifically, I have D-Jax in a couple of leagues. I was excited he was coming back. I didn't start him. Because I was afraid of this. Not necessarily that he'd hurt something else. Just he'd re-injure himself. But this is something different. So by Deshaun Jackson, Devontae Freeman, he got hurt as well. Wouldn't have mattered. Actually, he was having a decent game. He was having a decent game. But the man with the nice game wearing the blue was Sterling Shepard. What a nice return for him. Late, found out late that he was going to be playing in the game. And it was like, okay, here we go. I still played Darius Slayton, which proved to be a mistake. Two catches. That's a damn shame. But really, the whole offense was kind of rough. I mean, New York got in position for the one touchdown because of Daniel Jones' super long run that he stumbled at the end of rather than get the touchdown. But they still got the touchdown. It's okay. But that's just the Giants' offense is rough. And I love Darius Slayton, but, man, especially if Sterling Shepard is back. Now, I figured when Shepard came back that he would make a difference. 
I just didn't think it kind of wiped Slayton off the board, but it could be just that game. And they've been talking about trading Golden Tate, so if they pull off a Golden Tate trade, they'll be back to Slayton and, Sh- and you know, Shepard. Two, just the two. Two. Slayton should be all right. I think he'll be all right. In other news, the entire Las Vegas offensive line tested positive for COVID. Or they were, or one of them did, and they were contract tra- contact tracing. Either way, they're all on the COVID list. Let's put it that way. Apologies for the false narrative. <laughs> so we'll see what happens with that, because that's kind of scary. If they don't get a bunch more positive tests, I imagine they'll just be down the one lineman. But what happens if like the whole line is positive? What what do they do? What do they do? The Vikings, they trade Yannick Ngakwe to the Baltimore Ravens. This this means a couple of things. One, that Ravens defense, which was already pretty good, gets even better. So you got, you know, I don't do a lot of fantasy football with defenses anymore. But you do got to take some of that shit into consideration. Whether it's IDP or just your standard league with a team defense. But even without those, you do need to think about, like, your matchups. Now, obviously, if you've got studs, you're going to play them regardless. But this, you, you got to give it a couple weeks to see how it works out. But this could make that Ravens defense just, ah, ah, to play against. But we'll see. Teams have been able to put up some points on them. So, it's going to be... A situation to monitor, I guess, is what I'm saying. And then also, the other side of this is the Vikings. Rick Spielman can come out, the GM of the Vikings, he can come out all he wants and say, yeah, this doesn't mean we think the season is over. It's not lost. Yeah, you also said you wouldn't trade Percy Harvin literally, like, how long before you actually did trade Percy Harvin? So, apologies, Mr. Spielman, if I have a hard time believing you. Regardless, could more traits be coming? I mean, Thielen's getting up there in age. If they're rebuilding, would they trade him? Would they trade Anthony Harris, Harrison Smith? What about Dalvin Cook? Oh, no. They did get the deal. I was going to say, they didn't get a deal workout with him, but they did. (laughs) And, man, those injuries. It's rough with Dalvin. I love Dalvin, but he's one of those guys. Can Are you ever going to get 16 out of him? Seems iffy. Iffy. But, I mean, could we see Adam Thielen get traded? What would happen if Adam Thielen got traded? Kyle Rudolph. They've got our Smith there. Do they trade Kyle Rudolph to the New England Patriots? Might help him out. So, there could be some injured hell. What if they traded Thielen, too? But that could be fun to see if some trades happen. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, next week on one of the pods, we're going to do a little disgusting because the trade deadline is coming up in the NFL. So, we're going to do a little discussion on potential trades that could be fun for fantasy football. We'll do some of that. That sounds like fun. Anyway, continuing on. Speaking of the Ravens, as, as, as they were mentioned, Des Bryant. Sounds like he's going to sign with the team. Could be interesting. 
I believe I read that he was going to be starting out on the practice squad, which is fine. But it'll be interesting to see if he looks good, if he can do anything, if they do indeed get him up at some point and try and use him. It'll be interesting. A couple of leagues, I went out and grabbed him just just for shits and giggles because you never fucking know. He's likely done for. Toast. A shish kebab, basically, at the position. But you never know. Maybe, maybe he's got a little something left in the tank. He's a stud back in the heyday. I'm, I'm not going to completely rule it out. Highly unlikely, but we'll see. Another guy that's been missing for a minute, Antonio Brown. It would appear there's some interest in him. Everybody thinks he's going to end up with Seattle, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, boom! He's playing with Tom Brady in Tampa Bay. Well, what the fuck? What the fuck? Didn't Bruce Arians act like that shit wasn't going to happen? It just, I know he served his suspension and shit like that, but this dude caused such a mess. It's amazing that he's being rewarded by going to Tampa Bay. Now, we'll see what happens because I can't imagine you're just going to erase Chris Godwin or Mike Evans from the situation, right? Unless there's something going on with Chris Godwin that, uh, you know, maybe shit's worse than we thought. I mean, he's cleared to play this weekend so could there be anything going on with I don't think so I don't think so but Antonio Brown I mean we have to see if he can play I can play you know I mean he's not gonna be able to even be able to because of the whole COVID protocols and all of that till week nine is it week nine I think they said week nine <laughs> sorry I didn't write it down but he's, he's now a Tampa Bay Buccaneer, the Antonio Brown is. I'm sure Tom Brady's happy. I'm sure A.B. is happy. I'm sure Bruce Arians is like, ah, fuck. But Brady got his way. They better win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Poor Bruce Arians. I don't even know. I just, sometimes I wonder. I just sometimes wonder what he thinks. Because... Tom Brady ain't protected the ball that much better than Jameis. Well, I mean, I guess he has. <laughs> I guess you can't really compare it to. We'll see after 16 games. But he's been throwing some picks, so we'll see. <laughs> I know. And lastly, it's to a time in Miami. I think everybody can celebrate for that. I'm excited to see two. I want to see two. I want to see the two. You want to see the two? Everybody wants to see the two. We should be happy. Tua Tumavailoa will be making his debut after the bye week. Because they are on the bye. Miami is. After the bye week, we're going to see Tua. And you know what? I'm excited for that. What the fuck? <laughs> All right. Welcome to the week seven Madcast. That's right. That's right. We're going to get into some week seven. But first, before we get into the week seven madness... A little infirmary report. 
And I'm, I'm not doing the stupid sirens this time. But we do got some injury news to talk about. Out this week. Out, I say. John Brown and Dawson Knox of the Bills. Joe Mixon. Foot issue. He is out. Now they're going to roll Gio Bernard and some AJP Ryan. I like Gio. I like him. I can give two shits about some AJP Ryan. Which is why I'm a little excited for Travion Williams. I wonder if he gets a little run. I would like to see what happens. I mean, he's been on the practice squad, so clearly the team prefers some AJP Ryan over Travion Williams. But let's see what happens Sunday. Maybe he makes the most of his opportunities. I'm interested. I'm interested. I am, I am. Austin Hooper, he's out with an illness. Tyler Eifert, neck injury. Sammy Watkins, he's got the hammy. Brian Edwards, Raheem Mostert, they're both out for the week. And the big one, Michael Thomas. After, uh, you know, seemingly getting healthy, he missed a game for fighting with a teammate. Then they had the bye week, and then he hurt himself again. So, no Michael Thomas again. And I believe I read, didn't Emmanuel Sanders, isn't he? Pretty sure there was bad news about Emmanuel Sanders. Yep. He's on the COVID list. Mm. Positive COVID test for Emmanuel Sanders. So there you go. There you go. Saints in trouble. (laughs) Questionable for this week. John Ross with an illness. Not that that fucking matters because he hasn't seen the light of day. (sighs) Curtis Samuel with the knee injury. Aaron Jones with a calf injury. That's, of course, worrisome because I love Aaron Jones. (sighs) I love. And it seems like he's not even going to play. So don't be surprised. If Aaron Jones is out, and I'm going to miss him in a couple of leagues, I really need that motherfucker. <laughs> no! Robert Tanyan, his, uh, his teammate, is also questionable with an ankle injury. Julian Edelman is doing his weekly routine on the injury report. Questionable. And then you got the Jets. You got Sam Darnold, shoulder injury. Jamison Crowder with the groin injury. Both questionable. Now, we could see Darnold this week, and it would be great to see him because Flacco is just even worse. And I don't know. I just want to see something from I feel so bad for Darnold. I'd like him to just go out and have a good game. Now, it's probably not going to happen this week. <laughs> Maybe that's why they let him sit another week. But who knows because it's Adam Gase, and he does weird shit, and everybody gets better when he leaves, and I don't know why the Jets are sitting here fucking still letting Adam Gase run out there as the fucking coach. I'm just done. (laughs) Drives me nuts. Anyway, the Week 7 Madcast. First off, bye weeks. Baltimore. Indianapolis, I mentioned Miami. Gonna get two already. And Minnesota. So you're missing some guys this week. It's unfortunate. But it is what it is. It's bye weeks. That's what happens. And here is my 
prognosis for the week seven. I think the Bills are gonna get a get right game here. Gonna get a get gonna get a get. They're gonna have a get right game here. That's right. They're gonna just cream the Jets. I do. <laughs> like I like I said. Like I said, probably not the best week for Darnold to try and come back and have a good game, but we'll see. Because I do think after the past couple of weeks, I had a couple of rough ones, Bills fans. I think they bounce back. The Jets are great at getting giving bounce back games to teams. You know what I mean? That's this one of the teams you want to do it against. And I think the Cowboys will do it as well against the Washington Foreskins. Because they're looking rough. Now I know the Dallas defense is bad. But the Washington offense is bad too. And it's ruining some of my favorite young guys. Terry McLaurin. I'm a big fan. Logan Thomas, I guess he's not so young anymore. Just seems that way because we're just now seeing him get quality playing time. Who else? Oh, yeah. Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson. I'd like to see more from this offense. But it's tough. Kyle Allen, Alex Smith, Dwayne Haskins. I mean, (laughs) if they really think Kyle Allen's the best bet, and he might be, and that's fucking terrible so I think the Cowboys will come in and roll offensively foreskins might make it a little interesting but I think for the most part you roll your Cowboys this week I'm serious now that being said they don't make noise against the foreskins I'm gonna be super upset and I might just be fucking done with Dallas this year. You can't do it. I know they got a little bit of a D over there with, with a little bit of D with the foreskins. But come on, Dallas. It's time. Give us something. Cleveland needs a little bit of a rebound. And, you know, there's some people prematurely shitting on them. A little bit too much, I would say. Especially because, hey, they have won four games in a row. Yeah, a little bit easier teams. But if you think about it, this is the Browns. The Browns of old would have lost some of those games. No, they beat the teams they should beat. Now, they've struggled twice on the road to division rivals who also happen to be two of the top teams in the AFC. Give them a fucking break. Now, they got another division rival this week in Cincinnati. And while I do think Cleveland does get that bounce back win, I do think Cincinnati keeps it interesting. They're going to keep it close, even without Joe Mixon, because Burrow is going to sling that fucking ball. And man, they got some receivers. And again, I'm interested to see if Travion Williams does anything with any time he's given. Hopefully he's given a little run. Hopefully. Speaking of giving a little run, I said last week that I thought It was going to be a DeAndre Swift week. I, of course, was not the only one. There was others on Twitter. And boom, did he hit it. So I'm thinking Swift is going to strike again. And it's going to be a shootout with the Falcons. And because there does seem to be a little fire to the Falcons' defense since Dan Quinn left. Which is weird in itself. But it does appear that way. And then you got the Falcons' offense, man. When they're rolling, they're rolling. And Detroit playing a little better defensively, but still. I think 
Atlanta will be able to put up some points, and I think Detroit's going to be able to, I think this is going to be a fun game. Again, shootout. Another shootout, I think, is going to happen is Green Bay and Houston. Because I think Green Bay's going to kind of roll. They're going to want to bounce back game as well. See, there's some teams here, many of them good teams, that need a bounce back win. And I think you're going to get it. I think you're going to get it from the Packers. But I do think Houston, again, I think they're going to be right in it. That's why I'm thinking shootout. Because Houston also is playing with a little bit of a rocket up their butt since their coach got fired, huh? Even J.J. Watt came out and said, hey, it's fun playing football again. Yeah, good for you, dude. That's fucking awesome. So, I'm thinking, shoot out again. Shoot out again. Because Deshaun Watson, he's probably breathing a little bit easier now that Bill O'Brien's out. The Bob, now that the Bob is gone. And the offense looked better last week. I really think this is going to be a fun game. A couple of fun games. Yeah, the Lions and the Falcons. Lions are always pretty good for a shootout now and again. And then the Packers and the Texans. This is going to be fun. I also think it's going to be fun. Well, at least for me, because I'm not fond of the golden black. But I think Carolina is going to upset the New Orleans Saints. They don't have Emmanuel Sanders. They don't have Michael Thomas. Yes, they have Alvin Kamara. But you don't think Carolina is going to put a hell of a focus on him? And I do think that means in the end, well, I still expect Kamara to have a good game. But in the end, I think Traquan Smith could have a huge game here. Potentially Jared Cook. Because they ain't got shit for pass catchers now. But keep an eye out for fucking Marquez Callaway. Don't forget that name. Don't forget that name. Remember who said it. Remember who said it. Me. I said it. I'm sure I'm not the only one, though. There's probably. Anyway, so that's what I think. I think Panthers get the upset on Sunday. And then, also, I think Justin Herbert's going to come out and just fucking sandblast Jacksonville. The Chargers are a good team. I do believe, after the bye week, because look, they keep losing close games. They've been up in a couple of games pretty big and gave away the least. Tampa Bay, and then who'd they do it to last week? Oh, yeah, the Saints. Or not, last week, two weeks ago, because they had the bike. Right, 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 right. So, I think they're going to come out rolling. I really do. And Jacksonville's been struggling. I really thought I was going to see some good stuff out of Minshew. I thought it was a possibility. Jacksonville would still, you know, be trying to tank, go in the tank, get a high quarterback for next year, Trevor Lawrence. I mean, obviously, Trevor Lawrence is the one everybody's wanting to go after. But only one team's going to get them, right? Duh. So, figure Jacksonville could be one of those teams looking for a quarterback. But I still expected to see good stuff from Minshew. And very inconsistent. Anyway, moving on. What do I have my eyes on for the weekend? That's a very good question. Here's a few things I'm going to monitor on Sunday. The Chiefs and the Broncos. Because I love what Casey's doing. Because 
they're showing they don't have to do the Chiefs offense thing of last year to win a game. Now, they've lost some games. Or is it just one, two? <laughs> they've lost some games. Did Have they? Have they lost? No, they've lost a game. <laughs> Good job, Brian. Good job. Way to go, Chatham. Way to go. So the five, oh yeah, they lost the game to the Raiders, which I knew that. I felt like there was one more for some reason. And, you know, there wasn't anything super impressive about their win last week, but hey, they're just showing you they can win different ways. And, you know, you do expect at some point to see a more explosive Kansas City offense, and maybe that'll come this week. But that's going to be tough against the Broncos. Because their defense is really playing well. And I can't tell you. I know there's some disappointment in Drew Locke. A couple of interceptions. But one of those, I'm not going to put totally on him. And also, you got to look at all the fucking drops. He could have had touchdowns instead of field goals in that game. At least a couple of times. If not for receiver drops. they He was putting them on the money. So... This week, I want to see if the receivers can fucking hold on to the ball more. They're going to get Melvin Gordon back. They're going to get K.J. Hamler back. Maybe even Noah Fant. Drew Locke's going to be ready to go. They got lots of weapons, and Casey's defense has played decent this year, but they're nothing special. I want to see this game. I want to see what happens. Honestly, I'm playing players from both squads because I think this could be another one that gets a little bit high scoring. Denzel Mims. I want to see if he makes his debut in that Jets game. There's a possibility. Now he's got both hamstrings hurt, so we'll see. But he is eligible to come back. And we'll see what happens. I'd like to see him play. But only really if Sam Darnold plays. I don't don't care because Joe Flacco won't get him the fucking ball anyway. But if Darnold plays, I'd like to see Mims. But maybe that's what Adam Gase is waiting on. We'll see. Okay, that's enough of the we'll see stuff. Seriously, Brian. Jesus. Russell Wilson versus Kyler Murray. That's another one I'm excited to see. I think that's going to be a really good game. Another potential high scoring. I feel like we've got a lot of... Not all of them will deliver. Because that shit never happens. But if there was a week it could happen, I could see some high-scoring games here. Seahawks, Cardinals, watch it go. Watch it go. Playing peoples in this game, right? And we're getting, we're starting to build up that confidence in Christian Kirk. Yes, we are. And I'm excited. Talked about this a little bit on the last pod, but lots of people seem kind of down on him. And I just couldn't understand it. I'm like, I know, I know the situation But he'll get there. He'll get there. And sure enough, past couple of weeks, he's been a lot better. So, like to see that continue with Christian Kirk and the Arizona offense expanding and getting better. We'd like to see that. And that leads me to the New England offense because there was a minute there where we, uh, at least I did, I really thought this was going to be something really fun to watch. That game where Cam just hit Julian Edelman like 8 million times. And then Cam went out, and he came back, and they did not look good. 
But this week, they take on the San Francisco 49ers. Who have been very up and down in their own right. They've lost Raheem Mostert. Now they should be fine. Jarek McKinnon. You know, they should be good. But the bottom line is, these are two struggling teams. But the Niners just won a big division game last week. And, you know, they they looked a little bit like they did last year. So if they can keep that momentum going, that's going to make it tough for the Patriots. And the Patriots just got beat by the Broncos. And again, that could have been a much uglier game for the Patriots had Drew Locke connected with his receiver on some of those paths, or should I say had his receivers not dropped the fucking ball. The Patriots against the Denver defense did not look good. San Fran def- the San Francisco defense is going to be pretty tough too. So, we're going to have to see how that plays out. And really, if they, it seems like they struggle a little bit if they can't get the run game going. But I feel like at some point, they got to open it up a little bit and let Cam throw it a little more. Try and use Nikhil Harry a little more, right? You got some other guys there too. I just feel like this offense could be more. And for some reason, it's not. I don't get it. I don't get it. We'll see, though. uh, You know, Cam got there very late in the season. So, to me, it's still too early, really, to judge. But I would like to see more this week. Come on, Cam. And Bill Belichick. It's been a long time since I've, like, rooted for a Patriots team. In a game. <sighs> anyway, anyway, moving on. I also want to see John Gruden versus old team the Bucks, the team he won the Super Bowl with. I want to see what happens, especially with Tom Brady, someone that he courted this off season. We'll have to see how Derek Carr plays because you know he felt slighted and he's had a good fucking year. People, do not forget. So. They're coming off a bye week after beating the Chiefs, and they're now they're going up against Bruce Arians and this Tom Brady offense. And I think this is an, yet another one that could get a little high scoring. I understand the Bucks' defense is good, but I also feel like the Bucks are, are they're going to score some points, and when they do, the Raiders are going to need to score some points, and they kind of like Denver. I've tried to construct a team as such that could be able to score a lot of points. And this is, in my opinion, because, well, fuck, they're in the same division as the Chiefs. So they're trying to put playmakers. And Henry Ruggs last week, just two catches, but was dynamite. We could see more of that with Derek Carr this week, okay? I, I just think this could be another fun game. I'm interested to see. Interested to see. And then... Even more excited about this game. Pittsburgh at Tennessee. This game. Two undefeateds. Both have solid Ds. Both have good offense. This is going to be a fun game. I am really looking forward to watching that one. And I don't even know how it's going to go. I I couldn't say. 
It could be low scoring. It could be high scoring because Tennessee seems to be able to put up points. Pittsburgh hasn't been going nuts this year. We've seen the Big Ben that's a little bit dialed back. So could this game go crazy? Or could Pittsburgh defense put the clamps on Tennessee a little bit and make it a little bit more of a slow scoring affair? Intriguing. Compelling. Intriguing. Compelling. We'll see. Monday Night Football, of course. Chicago at the Rams. I mean, Chicago's only lost, but they, they don't feel like their record. You know what I mean? And the Rams are very, another one of those just very inconsistent up and down. So are we going to get the good Rams this week? Because if the good Rams should handle the Bears soundly, the bad Rams, and, you know, this would be a little bit more interesting of a game. <laughs> and God Damn it. Give us Cam Akers. Sean McVeigh. Cam Akers. Game over, man. It's game over. That is right. It is time for the pod to be over. But before we go, just a little public service announcement. And I'll, I'll try not to get too political or preachy or anything like that. <clears throat> you can always, if you want some of that, check out. My miscellaneous debris podcast, once again, I'll mention that, that's right. I have a lot of fun doing that, because I just rant on whatever the hell, I just, I, I make my show sheet based on whatever the hell sounds like fun to talk about. The last couple of episodes, well, the last one, <clears throat> I actually did on the new UFO documentary, The Phenomenon, because it was great. So talk a little UFOs, talk a little Trump being an idiot, talk a little COVID situation, things like that. Sports, a lot of fun. I enjoy it, and got a little, got a little bit of 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 following. Not much, <laughs> not much to be honest, but a little bit. So wander on over there, check out that pod if you will. But that being said, I do at least want to say, please prepare for winter. I feel like again, some of these people in in the red states aren't getting the proper information. And it's just important to stay safe, to socially distance, wear your masks, wash your hands, do all that stuff. Try and avoid places with a lot of people, particularly indoors. It's, it's continuing to rise, the cases are, across the country. And there's some states that are doing okay, but... Entering the fall, the flu season, normal, my lovely time of year. This is what I'm talking about. What I mentioned earlier. We got to be careful. So make sure you're doing all the safe things. You know, get a nice big Walmart or Target trip in, you know. Stock up on a bunch of stuff. So make sure you're good to go. Do anything you can to just try and, you know, keep yourself at home as much as possible. I just want everybody to be safe. I just want everybody to be safe. And we'll get through this. Together, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. I know, everything feels so fucking apocalyptic. I mean, my state's on fire, again. <laughs> God. But hopefully, everyone's getting their vote on. I voted early. A record number of people are voting early. But it's like a week and a half till the election. I think it's going to be complete madness, <laughs> no matter what happens. 
but I really hope for the sake of our country, as we at one point knew it, I can only hope Trump doesn't win. And that when he doesn't, if and when he doesn't win, that he will just go. All of that seems very murky right now. (laughs) (sighs) But I'm in for the long haul. And I know, I sound so doom and gloom sometimes. It it is a little worrisome. You know, a lot of crazy shit going on right now. But, again, it's a good thing we have things like the foosball, the foosball foosball and football Sundays. It's, it's a good thing we have that to at least give us a little bit of a break from the insanity that is 2020. Yes? With that being said, thank you for joining me. Much appreciated. I, I really do appreciate the shit out of anyone who does check this out and listens. I really do. Or watches, for that matter. I very much appreciate it. And we will chat again soon. Very soon. Just a few days away, we'll discuss all the great football that has gone on in week seven. Yes, we will. But until then, much love to all of you. As always, you know, stay safe, stay vigilant, and most of all, stay mad. Because as you know, the best of us, all the best of us are, that's right. That's right. So stay mad. And have a great fucking weekend. Yeah, a great fucking weekend. It's getting a little chilly out there, so bundle up if you're going outside anywhere. In certain places, I know. In Cali, you're probably fine. Yeah, Texas. Yeah, Florida. (laughs) Whatever. It's getting a little chilly here in the mile high, if you know what I mean. But have a great, great weekend. And good luck in all your fantasy endeavors, unless you are somehow facing me. Then piss off. Anyway, good luck, everyone. Have a great weekend. Ta-ta for now. Laters! Welcome to the show. The Mad Chatter is here. Ah.